0: Hello, Word Nerds. Welcome to the Dictionary. Okay, please, if you like this show, share it and subscribe to it on all of the different podcast platforms that you can even find. Go ahead and write a review, give it a rating, whatever stars you think are fair. You can talk about what you think about the show. You can write about what your favorite word is in English or any other language, uh, anything like that. Is is perfectly fine by me. I just want to know what you gotta say. Uh, let's see, you can email me, dictionarypod at gmail.com. You can follow this show on social media, Twitter and Instagram at dictionarypod. Personal is at SBJampar, S-P-E-J-A-M-P-A-R. That is the handle that you will use if you want to look at my silly little TikTok videos, which are all less than a minute. Uh, very short with silly faces Uh, you can follow me and this show on YouTube also at speedjampar there's a Google voice number if you want to call it and leave a message 917-727-5757 I think I got that right Uh, of course all of this is in the show notes and there's a patreon if you want to give me a little bit of money each month you can get episodes early and there are some exclusives and then if there's a video portion with a guest uh that'll probably be up there as well and if you want to buy some merchandise with uh, this show's logo or a couple other things that i've made you can go to the t public store the link is in the show notes all right i think that's enough for that part of the show Let's get on to the words. Uh, The first word in this episode is devolve. You could say devolve, devolve, or devolve. But the second syllable is always emphasized, devolve. D-E-V-O-L-V-E, verb from the 15th century, starting with transitive. To pass on from one person or entity to another. And uh, what might be passing on? You're going to pass on something. You're passing on responsibility, rights, or powers from one person or entity to another. As in, devolving to Western Europe full responsibility for its own defense. And that is a quote from Christopher Lane, L-A-N-E, so, I wonder... This was probably either World War One or World War II. I'm not entirely sure. Western Europe own defense. They're defending against something. Hmm. I think either one of those would probably make sense. What I don't know is, do you pronounce this word differently for this definition? D- is it devolve, devolve? I don't think it matters. Usually... If there's a separate pronunciation, they'll actually put it there. And they did not. So I guess then they, they just get what they get. That was the only transitive definition. So here is intransitive 1a to pass by transmission or succession. So similar idea to the other one, but this is intransitive instead of transitive. There's an example. The estate devolved on a distant cousin. So, what what exactly is that meaning? So, to pass by transmission or succession. So, I think what it's saying is that the distant cousin was given something by succession uh, to pass. Now, that can mean different things. To pass by transmission. I think you're literally... I think it's passing uh, something from one person to another or a state to another estate. Hmm. But it is a little confusing. And then the, the example is also confusing. The estate devolved on a distant cousin. Did they pass the cousin or did they pass something to the cousin? I think it's the second one. Maybe this one will help. 1B. To fall or be passed usually as a responsibility or obligation as in the responsibility for breadwinning has devolved increasingly upon women and that is a quote from Barbara Ehrenreich so to fall or be passed usually as a responsibility or obligation um, that's what this word is about it's about you something gets passed on from one thing to another thing and that new thing has the responsibility or the obligation to hold it, take care of it, love it, caress it, hug it, whatever it is. that's it's their responsibility. Um, and uh, yes, this example is true. Uh, for whatever reasons of a whole variety of reasons, um, if we want to talk about this briefly, the responsibility of breadwinning, kind of has, um, you know, it's it's often equal between two partners. Um, if we're talking about a, a male-female relationship, uh, it was often the man who was the breadwinner. And then, you know, now we're in a, living in a time where both people need to have jobs and often make probably, hopefully, similar money. Um, but then for in, in for maybe a lot of people... Uh, the women, the woman is now the breadwinner and then the man is a uh, maybe a stay-at home dad. So, uh, you know, there's no right or wrong way to do this. You just gotta figure out what's right for you and the the adults and children in your life. Okay, that is was number one A and one B. Here is number two. To come by or as if by, flowing down, as in, his allegedly subversive campaigns devolve from his belief in basic American rights. And that is a quote from Frank Mm -hmm. Defford or DeFord, hmm, which one is it, Defford, so we're not talking about Frank, but Frank wrote this about somebody else, so to come by, or as if by flowing down... So what is flowing down uh, devolved from his belief in basic American rights? Allegedly subversive campaigns. Mm. So because he believed in these basic American rights, he then made these subversive campaigns, I guess. Hmm. Yeah, this this word is it's a little... I don't think I've really heard it used in any of these contexts. I think I've heard it used more in... Well, let's see what number three is. Maybe it's this one. To degenerate through a gradual change or evolution, as in where order devolves into chaos. And that is from Johns Hopkins Magazine. What were they talking about? Order devolves into chaos? This is definitely the one that I have heard used for devolve. Uh, These other ones, not so much, Not for me. Not for me. Uh, This is from the Latin, De Wolwere. De Wolwere. Which is from De plus Wolwere, which means to roll. R-O-L-L. What are we rolling here? Uh, And then there's more at the word voluble. So, what happens to Wolwere, to roll, when you put in the D-E, uh, maybe it's to roll down, because we saw that a lot here. Uh, there's flowing down, and a thing goes from, you know, in, in uh, in what is this, in the estate thing? Uh, it goes from one person to another, which is usually down in age, at least, or something. So, I guess that's what that is. Um, and yes, you know, the word evolve is in there. So, if something devolves, it's going to... I guess go more towards chaos because that's what we saw here in the definition but it could also mean just sort of like a backtracking like you're on this evolutionary evolutionary path and then whatever this thing can maybe go backwards in not literally backwards in time but maybe it's like oh well let's go I don't know I can't think of a good example when I think of evolution I just always think of animals evolving but they they don't usually devolve. I mean, I guess technically it's possible that over millions of years a species could devolve to have a feature that they had in the past, but it's still technically evolution. It's not devolving backwards. Anyway, I sh- that that was a whole extra whole extra tangent that we didn't need. Okay. We have to move on to the next word. And the sound effect will be, uh, what did, I had a thought in the beginning before I recorded and now I don't remember what it was. We'll do that. The next word is Devon, D-E-V-O-N, noun from 1834, this is often capitalized, and it is any of an English breed of vigorous red cattle used for meat and milk. Oh, they're so vigorous. Why are these cattle vigorous? How are they vigorous? Do we even want to ask that question? I'm I'm not so sure. But they're vigorous red cattle. We'll have to post a picture of a Devon cattle on social media. Uh, they're just named after Devon, England. So I guess that's where the cattle live. The next word, whoop. It's Devon again. This one definitely has the capital D. And it is an abbreviation for Devonshire, uh, which is not in the book here. Not exactly. Devonshire. I think that's just a, a town or a region. I think we had that not that long ago. So it gets abbreviated to just Devon, which is also the name of something in England. So that's not confusing at all. The next word. Whip! Devonian. With a capital D, adjective from 1612, one, of or relating to Devonshire, England. It's If it's there, it's Devonian. Um, I would think that it would also be anything related to Devon, England, would be Devonian, but uh, maybe they may, maybe they have a different term for that. Number two of relating to or being the period of the Paleozoic era between the Silurian and the Mississippian or the corresponding system of rocks. And it says to see the geologic timetable. That's where we're going to learn all about all these different eras and, and smaller eras and periods and mm, things like that. Uh, I have heard of this. I wouldn't have been able to tell you what it is, when it is, where it is, anything like that, but I know that it's an old, old era. Um, Devonian is, it's the same word, it's also a noun, and again, this is from Devon, England. So, there must have been something, something in the rocks over there that... uh, That made them say, well, we're going to call this time period Devon. This is maybe the first place we have seen this time period uh, shown in the rock. uh, The rock. What's the word I'm looking for? The rock timetable. The rock thing. The rocks. Just the rocks. So, Devon England got to name it Devonian. The next word. Devon Rex. Two words with a capital D. This is a noun from 1972. Any of a breed of large-eared cats having a very short, wavy, or curly coat with sparse guard hairs. And uh, obviously, we have to post a picture of a Devon Rex onto the social media so we can see what these cats look like. And um, 1972, that seems kind of recent. Again, it's named after Devon, England, so this must have been the first place where they bred these cats. I wonder how big their ears are. It says large ears. Hmm. Oh, oh, can't wait to see you, Devon Rex. The next word. Whoop! Devonshire cream. Now, we don't have Devonshire in here, but we do have the cream that comes from Devonshire. Yes, it is two words, and it is pronounced Devonshire. Sheer or sure, not shire. That's not how you say this word. Noun. From 1791, the synonym is clotted cream. Hmm. Clotted cream. Is this related at all to, like... Blood sausage or something like that. The word clotted uh, kind of freaks me out a little bit. I don't want to eat anything that is clotted. Uh, let's see. I went back to the page where that should be. Clotted cream. What is it? It's a thick cream made from chief, uh, made chiefly in England by slowly heating whole milk on which the cream has been allowed to... So it's just dairy cream... Um, that has been cooked, and so it's clotted. Maybe it's like a cottage cheesy, kind of like that. And I have to imagine this was made originally in Devonshire, England. Doesn't say. I assume. The next word. Boop, boop. Devote, or devote. This is a transitive verb from 1586. One. To commit by a solemn act, as in, devoted herself to serving God. Very, she's very devoted, she is committed, uh, and when you are very committed, you are devoted. That's what it is. Number two, I am devoted to this podcast, and I hope you are too. Two, to give over or direct to a cause, enterprise, or activity. And the things that you might be giving over or directing are time, money, or effort. So if you're putting any time into a thing or giving money to a thing or putting some sort of physical effort or mental effort into a cause, enterprise, or activity, you are devoting yourself to that thing. And I think more of us need to devote things that are not specifically for ourselves a lot of people need some help. Like Habitat for Humanity, for instance. That's a good thing to devote yourself to. Um, Jimmy Carter is in his 90s. I think he's like 96 or 97. And he, I think he is still working for Habitat for Humanity. The, his, his service to his country has exceeded anybody else I can think of. Devotment is a noun. This is from the Latin De woere. There's two V's in there, which are pronounced like W's in Latin. De woere, which is from De plus Wohere, which means to vow. So if you vow very strongly, you are devoting. And we have some synonym information for devote. Devote, dedicate, consecrate. And hallow, H-A-L-L-O-W, those words mean to set apart for a special and often higher end. Setting something aside for, something very special. Devote is likely to imply compelling motives and often attachment to an objective. As in, devoted his evenings to study. Many of my evenings are devoted to movies. Dedicate implies solemn and exclusive devotion to a sacred or serious use or purpose, as in, dedicated her life to medical research. It's also, I guess, a pretty good thing to do. It's not as important as movies, but, you know, medical research, I guess, I guess it's done some useful things. Consecrate stresses investment with a solemn or sacred quality, as in, consecrate a church to the worship of God. Hallow, often differing little from dedicate or consecrate, may indistinctively imply an an attribution of intrinsic sanctity, as in, battlegrounds hallowed by the blood of patriots. I've heard what's that phrase like hallowed grounds, you know. So yeah, those are they're very important uh and I guess it's uh it's it's a it's uh, has intrinsic sanctity. There's uh there's some specialness to it. Okay. That was everything for devote. Let's move on to the next word. Whee! devoted. S- very similar adjective from 15 86, same year as the last one, characterized by loyalty and devotion, as in a devoted fan. Also as in, he is devoted to her. If you are friends in a relationship, a partnership, or whatever it is to any other person, you probably should be devoted to them. And so you can work together in the best way possible to do whatever it is that you want to do devoted fan. I'm a devoted fan to lots of things. Um, There are some people I know who are devoted to pretty much just one or two things, and so they are extremely devoted. They are devoted fanatics. Devotedly is an adverb, and devotedness is a noun. And I am, like I said before, devoted to this podcast. I am going to try very hard to actually finish this whole thing Let's see if it happens. Pew! Devotee is next. Now, wait a minute. You can pronounce it devotee, devotee, devotee. So there's de, d, day, and then duh, de, devotee. And then you can also pronounce the last syllable te. Devote, devotee, devotee, devote all those different ways. There's two E's at the end, noun from 1645. An ardent follower, supporter, or enthusiast. And the example of what you are enthusiastic about might be religion, an art form, or sport. I guess those are the only options. You can't be devoted to anything else but those. I will add one more. You can be devoted. You can be a devotee of this podcast. And uh, if you truly were a devotee, you would join the Patreon. Yes, you would. That's how this works. The next word, devotion. This is a noun from the 13th century. 1A, religious fervor. And the synonym is piety, P-I-E-T-Y you have a lot of fervor for the religion and so that is your devotion that's one of the examples you would be a devotee of religion you are devoted and you devote your life to religion 1b an act or uh, an act of prayer or private worship and this is usually used in plural so those would be your devotions uh an act of so when you're doing your prayer or worshiping privately, it's a devotions. Those are devotions, it's a devotions. Have you done your devotions? Do your devotions. One C still in the religious world for this part, a religious exercise or practice other than the regular corporate worship of a congregation. Hmm. So I guess if you go to church regularly, but then you do some things separately, away from church, or whatever your congregation is, that would also be your devotion, because you're, you're being devoted to your religion in your free time. 2A, the act of devoting, as in, devotion of time and energy. This, uh, I guess right now, is my time... Of devotion for this podcast to be the fact or state of being ardently dedicated and loyal as in her devotion to the cause again very dedicated to the cause so she has lots of devotion there's another example filial devotion filial I feel like I have heard this word do, I, do we want to go check? I'll just do a quick little check. I won't tell you exactly what it says because that would be cheating on this whole thing about doing this in order. We can't do that, even though we have done it in the past. But I do feel like, just for my own sake, I need to, uh, need to get some concept of what this is so then maybe I can tell you. And, uh, ooh, finally getting close. F-I-L-I-A-L. Um, all right, we're in the right page now. We just gotta find it. I feel like it's not—it's not something about a horse, is it? That's a there's a filly. Here we go. mm. mm, mm. it's basically uh, about a kid. Yes. So filial devotion would be, I guess, devotion to your children, possibly. Number three is obsolete. It is the object of one's devotion. So. Uh, I guess if you uh, if you have devotion to this podcast, this podcast would be the devotion, but it's obsolete. so you can't say that, but yes, you can. A synonym for the, all of this stuff is fidelity. Okay, we have one more word for this episode. two forms B-wee-weep. devotional dEVO. T-I-O-N-A-L. Adjective from 1648. Of, relating to, or characterized by devotion, as in devotional literature. So, by how, what exactly is this? It's characterized by devotion, but devotion to what? Is it you're devoted to the literature, or the literature is written and it's devoted to something else? Maybe the topic of the literature is all about a certain topic, so you are devoted. See, I see it. I'm, I'm not getting enough information to fully understand this. The examples help, but I, I, I that's all I got. Devotionally is an adverb. And the very last one, boo-ee-oo. devotional again. Noun from 1659, the second form. It is a short worship service. is a devotional. You are there to show your devotion to your, uh, your religion during this worship service. Okie dokie. So that means it is time to pick a word of the episode. We had Devolve, Devon, Devon, Devonian, Devon Rex, Devonshire cream devote devoted devotee devotion devotional and devotional hmm I think let's see I think I'm going to pick devoted as the word of the episode because I think um, it is good to be devoted to a thing if you feel strongly about a thing you should put some time and energy into that thing Uh, so yeah, uh, let's see. Find a thing that you love and go be devoted to it. That is the song about devoted. Uh, I don't know. It's been a long day. I think my voice is all messed up. Um, so I'm not singing so great, but that nobody cares about that. I, everybody cares that this uh, episode is over and it was a, a grand old time and there will be more tomorrow. That is the end of the episode. Thank you for being devoted to me and this and all for all this time. And uh, go find some other people who can be devoted to it as well. This has been Spencer Dispensing. Information, goodbye. Hello. My name is Michael Hunter. My buddy David Spencer and I have a new podcast all about one of our favorite internet sites growing up, HomestarRunner.com. You know the guys that did. This is is This is This is Girl Squad. Looks like we're gonna have to jump. I said, come on. Fahoogat. Oh, come on. We're going through every flash cartoon on the site in release order. I've seen all of them. David has seen most of them, and David's wife Alexa pops in and watches them for the first time, just for the show. Come on, Fahuquapods, a Home Star Runner Podcast. Available wherever podcasts are sold and at pipedreampodcast.com